Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Dear Me, Love Me podcast. Yay. Quarantine edition. Quarantine edition. We are on opposite sides of New York City right now. But I am in my this. apartment in Park Slope. I am in my apartment in my bed with Nessie on the Upper West Side. So if we, we are s- both healthy, but we are yes. self-quarantining because we care about other people. Exactly. So if this episode sounds a little like different or weird, that's because we're actually not sitting in my apartment face to face. We are just talking to each other on the phone. That's true. So I feel like this is going to be fun because I feel like it's like talking to a long distance friend on the, the cell phone. That's exactly what it feels like. And it's already curing me of a little bit of my cabin fever because Dave has been working so much. I haven't seen anybody. I've been very lonely. But for this episode, we're going to try to keep your mind off of the quarantine and because yeah. we're going to do some quarantine challenges. And so we can talk about that then and doing some yep. uh, coronavirus challenge stuff. Uh, but right now, we're just going to stick to our uh, listener letters. We have two this week. We have one uh, from our friend Caitlin, who T and I both Yay! went to college with. Caitlin and I lived together my junior year. And uh, Caitlin is an international teacher. And she lives in, is it Dubai? Dubai. Yeah. yeah. Dubai. I, I just I always have, because my sister is also an international teacher who lives in the Middle East. So I always get the location confused. But T, if you would like to read Caitlin's, I'd love to read sure. uh, Dari's, if that's okay with you. Caitlin. Caitlin Rose. I love how very official Caitlin's is because it comes from her school. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> I just opened it and there was like a heading like, it was very adult. Very adult, very official. <laughs> I'll never forget, too, when she, her and I were text messaging, and she was debating whether or not to apply for this job, and I told her, just do it. What, you know, why not? Right, exactly. Have the balls and do it. And now she's been over there a couple years. Exactly, yeah. She's made a whole life over there. Yeah. So that's amazing. Okay. Well, he, should we read Caitlin's letter first? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Hi, Dean Brooke. I love your podcast, and you've inspired me to reflect on one of the biggest moments of my life. There's a lot here, so please feel free to edit as you see fit if you decide to read my letter. Uh, We're not going to edit it. We don't edit shit. Live your truth. We don't edit shit. We don't care that much. (laughs) Dear 2016 Caitlin, me, I want to give you a letter of gratitude for taking the biggest step of your life and all of the other choices you have made that led you up to this point. There are some, there's also some advice now that you've left everything you knew for 26 years. Number one, thank you for saying yes. Thank you for not hesitating for one second when you got the job that would move you across the world to Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. You jumped. It's Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. It's not Dubai. Not Dubai. It's Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Abu Dhabi. Damn every, it. Every time I think of Abu Dhabi, it's when, it's the episode of The Office where Michael tells Meredith she's from Abu Dhabi and she's like, hello. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, I, I, that's my only exposure to Abu Dhabi. And now Caitlin is too. So dumb us for saying Dubai. You jumped up and down in your living room at 6 a.m. crying and blurting out, yes, immediately remembering you were on Skype with no pants on, <laughs> asking if your new boss could see you. Thankfully, it was just audio. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you imagine that? Oh, man. You say yes, then you jump up and down in your underwear in front of your boss. Oh, shoot. Oh, oh my God. That'd be just. I love you. Sorry. You're good. I love you for that unbridled joy, and I hope it never goes away. But wear pants next time. (laughs) Yes. Put some pants on. Number two, thank you for walking away from something you thought you wanted and what others expected of you. You're allowed to change your mind. I'm going to repeat that again. You are allowed to change your mind. You are not stuck on a path that's not meant for you, no matter what others may think of your choices. 
You love musical theater and it has been your life for so long, but you realize that the professional business is not for you. Thank you for walking away. Thank you for exploring other options. Theater and music are still your life, but now you get to teach. You provide the safest possible space for young people to take risks, celebrate their failures, and watch their growth. You are cultivating a classroom culture and school community that encourages them to make mistakes, grow, cheer each other on, and become confident, medium-sized humans. <laughs> this is the work that you are most proud of creating. I feel like Aww. that is such a great way to take your experience in this world, in this theater world, because in the business is so harsh. And it's only harsh it's because so harsh. we make it that way. So she's yeah. creating love for a, a craft that we all have, but doing it in such a positive way and and starting these people young on wanting to encourage each other and jump up and down for other people's successes and jump up and down for their failures too. I feel like that's so important. Yeah. Truly like a grassroots movement in terms of changing the way the theater world works. Absolutely. And it starts with with the younger generations bringing it from their teachers they're learning now from. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, love that. Number three, you've been given a chance to start over. Be brave enough to become the person you've always wanted to be. Fresh start, clean slate. It takes you about a year and a half, but when you do, you stop caring about what others think of you. You learn to love yourself, body, and mind. You let go of those who aren't reciprocating love or influencing your life in a positive way. You feel truly at peace with yourself for the first time in your life. Speaking of letting people go, mm-hmm. drum roll. Number four, you will lose touch with those friends you love, and that's okay. You've moved halfway across the world. You have your new life and they have theirs back home. Don't take it personally. Friendship and love moves with the ebbs and flows of life. Amen. Yes, seriously. Go, go, yeah, right. Like people change. They absolutely do. And, you know, they come into your life and they'll maybe some will stay. Maybe some will go. But it's the true forever friends that can text you and you pick right back up where you left off. There is no like, why haven't you texted me? Why haven't we spoken in a while? It's just... Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's great. Or like sending right. a funny like, meme. Like I love your like, life. Yeah, it's just I love that you're busy. Yeah, exactly. Those are the great types of friends to have. Yep. Go for the go for the ride. Tell people you love them and tell them often when they are present in your life. Know when it's time to stop chasing and be okay with it. Know you've loved them hard and that you will always cherish those memories in your heart. Love them from afar and cheer them for their successes. An occasional funny meme to send oh. them or responding to their Instagram story is good enough. Looking at you, T and Brooke. Oh my gosh. So many memes have been sent back and forth between me and Caitlin. Absolutely. That's pretty much how our friendship consists of. And me being like, how cool is your life? And she's like, I know. <laughs> if they truly know you, they will know you love them and always will. Absolutely. But yeah, that's so true. You do not have to be a constant presence in someone's life for a friendship to be meaningful and worthwhile. Absolutely. And that's so hard for people who are in high school and college to understand because usually your friends are right in front of you all yeah. of the time. So right. when you kind and of you're in throw, classes with them or you live together. Exactly. When you when you throw distance into the mix, people don't realize that it does take a toll, but it only takes a toll if you allow it to mentally because if you don't talk to somebody for a year like we said you could just pick right back up again that's the true meaning of a of a good friend yes it's the people who harbor resentment because you've you know fallen off the wayside that you just well that's like a- I, yeah that's exactly right mm-hmm. but it is harder when you're younger and actually I put that in our friendship episode which we're recording next yeah absolutely hey, number five thank you for being alone 
you were a serial monogamist pretty much the moment you started dating as a young teenager. Me and Caitlin have now, that so much in common. <laughs> you two were just love in love with the idea of being in love. Absolutely. Of like long-term love. Yes. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. You had you had dreams of fairy tale endings and now you both have them. Yes. Now that you've completely uprooted your entire existence, everything has changed. You've started traveling alone. I'll get to that in a minute. You've started to let yourself heal from an abusive relationship. Your heart will struggle to open up again. You will be angry and hurt, resisting any and all commitment. You're protecting your heart. Your pulse will race and you'll wince the second conflict arises between you and the member of the opposite sex. You'll immediately get defensive. Keep trying, sweet girl. It'll get better. You will cry. You will continue therapy. You will be able to safely wean yourself off your antidepressant and anxiety medication, but it's okay if you have to use them to help you again in the future, and you will. You will eventually meet a man who will never raise his voice to you. He kindly and calmly calls you out when you start to escalate. He helps you have faith in relationships again. He helps you take down those walls. But you, this is your work, and I'm so proud of you for saving yourself in a way that that man never could. Oh, that's so great. That's super great. That's really... I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you, Caitlin. That's a a lot of introspective work being done. That's a lot of hard work. It's so much hard work to even say those and, like, you know, type those out loud. It's so good. And it feels good to be able to say, you know what? I had struggles with this before and even now still kind of do, but I... I let myself grow into the person I am now and I'm proud of that. And it's because of these, yeah. these things that have happened. I'm really proud of her. Me too. Good job, Kaylin. Woo. Number six. Thank you for pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. You are seeing things in the world that you only thought you would see in your dreams. You will meet people every day. You will sleep in hostels and no bed bugs yet. Win. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the bed bugs. Okay. Oh my gosh. You will go out on the streets of Bangkok with your new friends, drink way too much, eat delicious street curry from metal bowls while sitting in tiny plastic chairs, and live your best goddamn life. You will push yourself so far out of your comfort zone, you will hardly recognize yourself. You will travel to new countries alone, and you will be spontaneous. You will actually jump off a boat and swim in the open ocean without shitting yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That is a miracle in itself, considering you can't even watch Shark Week without jumping out of your own skin. Yes. Everything about that eat, pray, love shit is true. Your whole outlook on life will change and you'll soar higher than you ever thought possible. People who I do, do solo travel? Uh, I have not. I have always wanted to. I was going to go um, for a month to Germany alone. Mm-hmm. But then Mean Girls hired me again. <laughs> and you're like, well, there goes so that. So I put that on pause. But no, I've never solo traveled besides like one or two days somewhere solo. Yeah. Mostly for work stuff, but she like her adventures oh, keeping man. up with them on social media are amazing. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> can you smell that all the way from the upper west side? Because that was a really smelly burp. No way, it smells amazing. But I butters yeah. is judging me. <laughs> oh butters! I've never solo traveled ever. The only time I've ever solo traveled was like once to a wedding. I went a day early and stayed at an Airbnb really? by myself. Like that was like I have never been somewhere by myself. Uh- Okay, then I've I've solo traveled a lot more than you then because I've done a lot of like those little mean girls trips and yes. stuff like that. Yeah, I have not. So it is fun. And like last weekend before all this shit hit the fan when I went up to the Catskills, mm-hmm. my friend Elise went with me. But if she wasn't going to go, I was going to go solo. Yeah. Like it doesn't bother me. No. Although I probably would have been scared. Yeah, exactly. That's me. Murdery. I I would be murdery scared all the time. 
but Caitlin, Caitlin has no fear when it coming comes to all this kind of stuff. She's so smart, like very street smart, and yeah, just goes to the street most smarts. amazing places. And I'm super jealous. And she is, she does have a good head on her shoulders, and she is incredibly smart. Absolutely, she should definitely write another letter just about solo traveling travel. solo as a woman. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what that and what that entails and what that means, Caitlin. If you're listening to that, that's your next assignment. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Caitlin. Here's more homework. Here's more homework. <laughs> Number seven, go to the damn doctor. I know you're not used to having this. I know you're not used to this, having lived in the U.S. your entire life, but it's practically free here, you idiot. Face palm. Just go. <laughs> oh, the joys of not a terrible healthcare system. Uh, just I don't, enjoy I don't know it that's for like. us, Caitlin. Enjoy it for yeah, us. Yeah, you know what? Go get, Go get some allergy testing for fun you know just for funsies you know what I really wanted to do but like because our uh system is dumb it would probably cost a million dollars uh is to go get my ears irrigated I want that too I want that so badly because I like clear out all the gunk I produce so much earwax tea I produce a lot I want that so badly I want that in my life I'm wondering how much I'm missing in hearing because of all this stuff I know, stuff me in my too. Ears. Well, to be fair, I I get a scope every year, like a vocal scope, just to, you know, yeah. keep everything in check. And I asked him to check my ears last time, and he was like, no, they look clean. And I was like, oh. And he said, are you disappointed? I said, I am. I was really hoping you were going to pull a lot of gunk out of there. He's like, no, there's not much in there. Oh. I was bummed. That's, that is, but I, I love those videos of people who get the stuff pulled out of their oh. ears that look like bugs. Whoa. Yes. I love it. We're we're gross. Okay, go to okay. number eight. <laughs> Cherish the time with your family during visits. One of your biggest fears will be the loss of a family member while you are living abroad. Your parents are growing older. They are a little grayer and move a little slower, and every time you see them, it hits you like a punch to the gut. You see them twice a year. The rest of your family, even less. Your nieces and nephews are now fully grown tiny people. They want to play and show you what they're doing. Jet lag is a bitch, but please don't take this time for granted. Don't be cranky with your family for wanting to spend time with you. You just saw your parents last month in Spain, February 2020, and you already regret going to bed too early a few of those nights when you could have spent with them. Savor every glass of wine, every belly laugh, every tearful goodbye at the airport. You are incredibly lucky to have a family that's so supportive of you and your career abroad. Push through that being tired. Be present. Tell them you love them and hug them tight every day. Get back on that plane having no regrets. I feel like my sister would really resonate with this because she, you know, she's an international oh. teacher as well. And just I see her at the very least once a year and at the very most twice. So it's or maybe three times at the most, but it's being abroad and it's not just yeah, if you live across the country, it's hard. But I feel like being abroad, there's just so much that goes into buying a ticket to the States. It's so expensive. Yeah. Like I have enough guilt living in different states from my family, from my parents, especially because I resonate with right. that where they are, you know, as we, I saw a quote that says, as we're growing up, our parents are growing old. Yes. And I do feel an immense guilt that I'm not spending as much time with them. So, but I can't even imagine living abroad what that must be like. I can't imagine either. Woof. That's got to be so incredibly hard. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. Round it up. Round it up. You've grown so much, 2016 Caitlin. I love you so much for that yes. 2020 Caitlin owes everything to you. 
No matter how scared, broken, or hurt you were, you did this. You made the biggest, most badass choice of your life. You started over and you were exactly the person you needed. Thank you for everything. Keep loving your people. Keep learning. Keep pushing yourself. Love me. I'm just thinking about it. And she really took that plunge. She knew no one. She knew no one in a, in a new country. Yeah. She had no friends, no family. No. No nothing. And she completely created nothing. a life out of scratch from... Imagine how fucking scary that must be. Scary and also super freeing. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Like, I get to be the person sure. that I've always wanted to be. And you know what's stopping you from doing that already? But it's it's just the, the act of nobody knowing you. And you could be like... So I just call Caitlin Caitlin all the time. But what if she's like, hey, guys, my name is Cece. Like, then they'd be like, hey, Cece, what's right. up? Like, you know, you could create this whole new life for yourself. I mean, dreams, Absolutely. goals. I've always wanted to move to like a small town, like in like Heart of Dixie style, small town <laughs> Alabama, and just completely create a new life. You, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go into witness protection. That's man. how we're dealing with Corona. We're going to a town of 80 people. Absolutely. That sounds really great to me. But Caitlin, thank you so much for writing that letter. I loved it that so much. That was beautiful, much. Caitlin. We miss you. We both miss you so much and we're so I proud know. of you. We miss you. I haven't seen Caitlin since she visited me at Disney with her whole family and it was so special. Oh. And we like got to hang out in the hot tub for hours and then they came to see my oh. show and I saw her niece and nephew and oh man. Great. Oh. I know I haven't seen her a couple years either. I miss her. We miss you, Caitlin. We miss you, but we're proud of you. Keep living your life. Live your truth. Live your truth. All right. Okay. So this one is a letter from Dari, and I'm, I was super, super happy that she wrote in her email, Dear T and Brooke, my name is Dari, rhymes with sorry. Yeah, because <laughs> then we don't mess it up. I don't mess it up. Thank you, Dari. But, like, what if it's Canadian and it's, like, sorry, and it's, like, Dory, and I, like, don't. <laughs> Dory. <laughs> and we've managed to mess it up even with the phonetic help. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to. Okay. Dear T and Brooke, my name is Dari. Rhymes with sorry. This letter is absolutely fine to share. Great. Woohoo. Woo. Here is my letter that I wrote to myself about my first year of marriage. We were married on March 16th, 2019, and are coming up on our first anniversary. Oh, it's tomorrow. We're, we're, T and I are recording this on the 15th of March. It'll probably come happy out later. Anniversary. So happy anniversary. It's already probably passed by the time you've heard this, but you know what? Happy anniversary. Amazing. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy. Happy. Our experience was different from a lot of people's first year of marriage because less than two months in, I was rushed to the hospital with an apple-sized brain tumor. The following month included a 15-hour brain surgery and two additional hospital stays because of complications (sighs) that happened after I was first released from the hospital. Oh, Oh and she says, shout out to Nessie and all the cute dogs of Instagram because of my constant IVs. I couldn't do too much in the hospitals besides watch TV and scroll through my phone and dog pics always cheered me up. Oh, that's so sweet. Actually, I think she sent me a message once saying that she was in the hospital after having brain surgery. Yeah, she totally did. It was like Nessie pictures cheer me up. Oh, Dory, I can't believe that was you. So cute. Okay, I'll keep going. Going through this experience brought my new husband, Jordan, and I extremely close, and it changed us for the better. Here is my letter. Dear me, this is about to be one of the most defining years of your life, and not for the reason you think it's going to be. You thought this year would divide your life by before we got married and after we got married, but it will now also divide your life in two before the brain tumor and after the brain tumor. This year is going to change you. 
You were so scared that you and Jordan are going to have so many fights and end up hating each other by the end of this year. You could not be more wrong. You two will tackle this life-changing year in lockstep with each other. And by the end of this year, you won't be able to remember life without him. He will love you unconditionally and provide for you in so many ways. Adjusting to life with Jordan by your side is going to be the easiest thing you have done have to do this year. That's so incredible that they just, yeah. instead of it being so hard, especially, you know, I mean, I don't know. Going into a marriage is probably really scary and really hard. And then to add that oh, on top yeah. of it, it's just, it can go one of two ways. It can either be. Well, and it's one of those things that you you stupidly don't think you're like oh that will never happen to me or if it does it won't be for many many years not two months in putting a marriage through the like a test like that two months in is no joke yes absolutely so that was number one number two number three okay you are about to experience the scariest thing you have ever had to go through ahead of you is a brain tumor ahead of you is 31 days in the hospital Ahead of you is a challenge that you are going to face on, head on, and conquer. God is going to be with you through all of this, and you will not be shaken. After that excruciating months, you will escape from your tower. You will feel sunshine on your skin again. You will eat barbecue again. Spoiler alert, hospital food sucks. And (laughs) you will sleep in your own bed again. You will get through this. Wow. That's such a Rapunzel moment. Yes. Get out of that tower. Feel that grass and dirt just like you dreamed they would be. Amazing. Wow. Number four. Turns out marriage was the easiest part of this year. Jordan is your best friend and that does not change. You will describe this first year of marriage as the never-ending sleepover with your best friend. It's going to be fantastic. The experience Mm. of being in the hospital and several near-death instances during that month will bring you and Jordan closer than you ever imagined. By the end of this year, you will still be in your tiny apartment, you won't have a job yet, and you won't have lost any more weight, but you will be alive, you will be happy, and you will be more in love with Jordan than you ever imagined possible. Love me. Wow. Whoa. Oh, I have a single tear just oh, coming out of my just right one eyeball. listening tear. Yes. That That's beautiful. beautiful. And what a beautiful way to speak about it in that she relays so much strength and dignity in dealing what she dealt with. Absolutely. There's no anger. There's no resentment. None. Just, you know, she it's wasn't really shaken. She's, she's grateful for the things in her life. You know, being able to sleep next to her best friend and, mm. uh, you are alive oh. You are beautiful. Ugh. I'm so happy you're here. Me too. I'm so happy you're here, Dari. That's Dari, we're both so happy you're here. Absolutely. And I totally get the never ending sleepover with your best friend. I get I yeah. I get that on a huge level. I'm I'm glad that they when she had to go through this, it was at a point in her life where it probably seemed inconvenient, but was probably the best time for her to go through something like that. Yeah. It's, you know, you have this unshakable partner. They learned that they could get through anything in that first year of marriage. You know, they say till death do us part. And they unfortunately had to go through that possibility and getting so close to it. And then coming back in the first year of marriage, not not everyone says that, you know. Seriously. It's it's amazing. Dari, that was an incredible letter. We are so happy you're here. And shout out to you and Jordan and happy anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Happy anniversary, y'all. 
I hope you are spending a, a wonderful anniversary indoors and uh, <laughs> popping a nice bottle of wine if that's your prerogative. And cheers to you. Cheers to you guys. If any of you would like to write in some letters, we would love to read them. You can send them to dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and make sure you put in there that it's okay for us to read. Mm -hmm. And if you would like to as well, already include a couple pictures that go with your letter. Or if it's just um, one of the mini episodes, somebody said, oh, I don't have any pictures to correlate with it. And I said, just send me the picture of yourself that you would look at in your past life and say, I cannot wait to be that person. That's the picture that we want to see. And anything that correlates with your letter and your Instagram handle. So... I can uh, save myself awaiting a, a an email <laughs> of all that stuff. But we will let you know if we're going to read it on, on the podcast and when it's going to be read. So we hope you guys are staying indoors, washing your hands, and snuggling yeah. your cute pets. We love you. We're all going to get through this time together. Because we're all in this together when we know that we are. I don't know the rest. Not going to lie. I do. I'm just not going to sing it because that's embarrassing for me that I know every word. (laughs) But we're all in this together. Wash your fucking hands. We're still here for you. We're still going to push out content. We have plenty of stuff that's already been recorded. So that will be pushed out first before things that we're recording now. And so this is going to be fun. We're going to do this together. Yep. We love you guys. Goodbye.